across the honest pod with Carrie Garcia and Shara House where our hope is to create a safe space to share stories that foster healing hope and the honesty needed to live free and fully alive and now for this week's episode of the honest pod All right, everybody. Welcome back to the Honest Pod. It has been, it's been a hot minute since we've minute. done one of these little episodes, right? Is this been the first pod, wait, is this the first podcast of the the third installment? Yes, we're calling <laughs> it the third season. installment because we don't, we really are not professional enough to call it seasons. No. And so we, of course, have Shara with us. I mean, obviously. Hello, tip of the cap And to you we all. also have Mario with us, my husband, the father of my children, the Italian <laughs> stallion. This is him. That's quite the intro. <laughs> That's why. Why didn't I get that? That's crazy. I know. <laughs> I've been here longer. <laughs> I no, that. we should have given that. We do have DJ Ellie Mills. She's on mute as always in the background, making sure that we sound good, look good, feel good. Uh, this we'll sounds be pulling so, her. like, what is, what are these intros right now? This feels like, I don't know, like a regular, like radio, like station regular. Like, she's in the background making sure everyone's happy. All right. Let's see who's on call. Line number two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, at the What's end of the name? day, you know, we're really, this third installment's going to hit different. <laughs> third installment? You're this coming at it with a new we're energy. We're coming in profesh now. This is this 2022 energy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're right. on something that's different. Right. We just have had a lot going on. So we had to take yeah. a major break. Christmas was crazy. We're trying, we're in the middle of this tour and you're moving, which is moving. like, Shar is moving, which is a big deal. And that just kind of got our conversation started about moving and how much how much I legitimately loathe moving. And are you having a hot flash right now? I don't know, dude. I'm fanning yourself. Well, fun fact for all those on the streets: I have COVID, second round, and I don't know if my fever is just peaking right now. This you might have be a fever really right now? I think I might. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You're <laughs> podcasting. Or it could just be that you're growing a baby. It really could be. We really don't know because some of the symptoms really be merging these days. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyways, yes, we were talking about moving. And let me tell you something, guys, because we were talking about this right before we hopped on this podcast. I'm a pro mover, but I've only had to move myself in the past. Like there was one year where I moved nine times. Like I can throw it all in a trash bag and like call it a day, pack it in a car within hours and go from one place to the other. But you know what I cannot do? Pack up a kitchen. I've never had a kitchen with <laughs> dishes and glassware. And this I've uh, this will be the death of me, is this yeah. kitchen. I said, yeah. let's leave it. Let's I know, and that is actually you. Like, yeah. you know what? I'm sure we can get these at like we can we can find these at Goodwill. We don't need it. Oh, Devin made the mistake last night of telling me that the glassware was from the Dollar Tree, and I was like, oh. Bye. Oh, well, let's just throw it away. I didn't <laughs> like it anyways. <laughs> And it's could like we go into that. the fact that you put your stuff in trash bags and moved nine times in a year? Is that a story? Oh, 100%. We're not going into that today, yeah. mm-hmm. but that is a full-on, <laughs> full-blown. I mean, legitimately, you were a hobo for an entire year. Like, that's what hobos do. They put stuff in a knapsack <laughs> with a stick and jump on a train. Honestly, that if was- I could, there was multiple times where I was like, if I could just live in a tent and not stress about, like, responsibilities, like, that would be ideal. <laughs> No, I wonder kidding. if that's how homeless people start, Shara. They just start thinking life would be better if I lived in a tent down by the river. Yeah, it's beautiful down there. The fresh water to wake up to the birds. <laughs> okay, so that this got Anyways. me thinking, and this is why one of the reasons why Mario's on here, because Mario and I are two very different people. And you're going to be able to relate to this, Shara, because you are married to a very different human than you. Yeah. And there is nothing that makes you, you know, that you're more different than when you start packing up a house. Yeah. Like when you start packing up a house, you start realizing, whoa, I married the exact opposite person of me and it annoys me. (laughs) Okay. Right. 
Yeah, I have to tell you something that happened last night, or it was the night before. We were packing up said kitchen, right? And Devin doesn't like, he's very particular the way he does things. I'm obviously a trash bag Sally. So, like, I, I'm, this is new for me. We're both learning. But um, he doesn't like packing at night, and we were pr- pretty late packing. My husband is a, a very emotional person. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. We love that about him. And he knows this. We've talked about this multiple times. <laughs> he was uh, taping up a box and the tape got stuck on his hand. And he literally did that like very like upset flailing. And <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh because I could tell he's actually like upset about what's happening. Just so frustrated with like how the night's going with packing so late and stuff. And I laugh and then he sees me go straight. He's like, can you not laugh? And can you just help me? (laughs) (laughs) Can you not laugh? And so I had to come over with scissors and cut it because it was all like. It was all mangled around his hand. Yeah. He's got like a full club hand because the tape has really had its way with him. And it was just all nice because he knows. He knows what he's doing. He knows he's like being, he's feeling a lot right now over a very small thing. He's like, (laughs) can you just help me? It's not about the tape. Okay, it's not about the tape. It's never about the tape. So Mario, when you when you think of moving, now we've never lived anywhere longer than five years. So we've moved quite a bit. And we've lived around the globe. I mean, we have not just moved like from like one little city to another. We have we have done big moves. And when you think of moving, maybe when you think of moving and moving with me, (laughs) what comes to mind, Mario, when you think of moving? (laughs) Um, well, it's funny, like for, for as much as we don't like moving, we, we move a lot Um, and we've actually moved. Yeah. We've moved globally. We've moved locally and then we've moved cross country. So, um, we definitely have experienced every single aspect of moving. Um, when I think of moving, I think of, um, really like getting rid of all the stuff that we haven't looked at or seen in like years. Like I'm like, what are we? You're still like, oh, doing look at this? this. Like I don't mind. Well, having like a home, I can't even imagine. Like you have so many nooks and crannies that you can just like shove things into. Mm-hmm. You're yeah. like, what is this? That's yes, true. Mario becomes an instant minimalist. Yeah. yeah. Within seconds, Mario is channeling those minimalist guys off the Netflix, you know, documentary, and he's like, Carrie, I think that we can live with a bed and, and one, one lamp in our room. We don't need anything else. And I'm like, well, I feel like we need a dresser. Nope. We nope. don't need it. Get yeah, rid of it. It's, it's too yeah. Much. Even right now, we've been here a little over a year in Chicago and I'm already like, we have too much stuff. I need to get rid of it. Like it's time. Like <laughs> it's I can't, cause I, I'm anticipating moving. What again do you think we point. have that we shouldn't be having? Well, you guys are in know. the middle All of the winter cleaning nooks right and now. cranny things that just sit. I feel like house. we need every single thing we have. <laughs> I, I feel like it all goes to a purpose, but let me tell you something about, and you're going to see this on move day, Shara, because you and Devin are new. You're new to yeah. this. You know, this yeah, is a whole very new, new, this is a whole new world. <laughs> and Mario and I, now I will say I being married 17 years, I can praise this now because honestly I will defer. He's right. But the process to getting things packed it's so slow and methodical because he works a truck like a jenga like it is like everything yeah. is strategically placed but it takes so long and the the achiever the fast move you know i am the always got the gas pedal on kind of person i'm just like pack the freaking truck just do it just pack the truck you know but it's like <laughs> yeah, very just shove it in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he looks at me and you know, you're just always on edge. Everyone's always on edge. And he's just looking at me. He's like, if you want to keep all this crap, I have got to strategically place this because <laughs> there's too much stuff. And I'm like, it's just so like tensions are so high. Wouldn't you say, babe? Yes. Well, that makes sense. Even when we go on long trips, like I'll pack the car and then it somehow gets repacked. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, I didn't. I guess I didn't do that right. Now, have I like when it comes to groceries? Have I like smashed some eggs here and there because of the placement of things? Because I truly just threw them in the back of the car. Of course, I did. Mario's stressed. Listen, yes. it's the small things in life. It's a story, and I just don't think that's how you guys work. The, the idea. I mean, I know you so well, Shara. So the idea of being married to you <laughs> and how much. Like there are very few things in this world that you really care about. 
Yeah. yeah. I'm the like, things you really care about, like you care, you are there, yeah. you are in it, you care, but there are very few things that you care about. And the difference is Devin cares about everything. everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything's important. Everything's intentional. Everything has meaning. And I just have not, I just am not that way. And I love that about him. And I hope it rubs off on me. We're not there yet. It's not rubbed off. But we're working on it. <laughs> High emotions. Oh, mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many stories that we could talk about with moving. And I know that some of you guys that are listening, you know, you know how terrible it is to be moving. And you know, like the, uh, the disruption that comes into your home. It's, it's the very last day, the very end where you've got everything packed up. Everything's done that you could think of, but you're looking around and there's those random, like, 40 things that are just like, I just love that it's 40. It's not like a few things. It's like, it's a lot. No, it's it's a a lot, but there's like a nail clipper and they're like the Windex spray because you needed that out. They're the, there it's, it's like, Hey, where did those socks come from? What, why are you there? It's so (laughs) random stuff. I mean, I remember one, like one of the moves that we had, do you guys remember those like brushes They They come from the dollar store and they're like oval shape and you put your finger through it and it's just like flat against your palm and you can brush your hair with it. It's like yeah. flat against your palm, little like dollar brush. I look down and I'm like, when did we ever buy this? Why is this in my house? Obviously in the 1920s, it was yeah. a relic. Right. And in my mind, it's got to go in the box, in a box, like throw it away. But I'm like, well, so the box becomes miscellaneous. Okay. First of all, speaking of miscellaneous, just a little random caveat for the longest time when I was younger, this is just a real moment here with like how my brain works. I thought that was a person. I don't know if we've ever talked about that on the podcast before. You tell the people. There was an envelope that Mario and Carrie had, like, they were doing the envelope system for saving way back when. With money. With money, yeah. And there was an envelope named miscellaneous. And I legitimately, I don't know if it was a house cleaner. (laughs) 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 MRS dot (laughs) Elanius. Legitimately. And I remember because they would be like, hey, you can grab like money from this to take the kids to like McDonald's or something like that. Yeah, just grab it from the miscellaneous. Yeah. And I I don't want to take from miscellaneous. Like, does she know that? From I'm like, I don't envelope. even know how to spell miscellaneous. It probably said M-I-S-C. So what did you think? It was miss? I don't know. Just miscellaneous. Well, I would I call know. it the miscellaneous. I would yeah. say... Because Char would oh. live with us and would always watch the yeah. kids. And I'd be like, there's the Target envelope, there's the grocery envelope, and then there's the miscellaneous. So I'd say, hey, just grab some money out of the miscellaneous envelope. Yeah. Funny. So anyway. And she thought that was, it was miscellaneous. Yeah. <laughs> now, you might be like, oh, uh-huh, that's so sweet, 14-year-old Char. No, I was 22. <laughs> that's, I was fully, fully matured at that point. A full, full flesh, full-blown human. <laughs> Anyways, well, that's I mean, I'll, I'll so, say... Real quickly, my turning point of moving was when we moved from LA to Orange County. Not a huge move, but you know, no, distance. like an hour and a half. It's fine, an hour. It should be an hour, but it takes two hours because you're in LA. So we pack up, we get the biggest U-Haul, and we're like, good. We're, this should be plenty for our little house. We literally get to the end of the the truck, and we still have like a couple bedrooms that need to be packed. And I'm like, are you kidding me right now? And that was the moment where I thought, you know what? If Burn I it. can't move in a single largest U-Haul, then we're not moving or yeah. <laughs> we're leaving the stuff it's because get the most I mean, important we stuff had, in first. We had like three little babies at that. Like they were little kids. So they yeah. just have a bunch no of No excuse. No oh, excuse. Okay. There you go. There's Mario's the personality. We literally, nope. we were moving to Orange County. We didn't have a home yet. We had to wait two weeks. We were living in a trailer park. Whole other story for a different time. We had the full on U-Haul, the biggest U-Haul. We had to park it somewhere, lock it up. I had to buy another, rent another U-Haul, like a medium-sized U-Haul to fit the rest of our stuff in, drive that back down. It was the biggest nightmare move. I think it, was, it was a crazy oh, nightmare I can move. Imagine. And you know what? Well, this move to Chicago, we had to rent a cargo thing that goes on a train. We had so much stuff. Are you serious? Well, no, yeah. it, was a, it was a single trailer, like from like, a, I don't know what the company it was, was, but... It Sis. was a, it was a track it was a it was a regular trailer that they actually then put it back on a train and bring it here. It wasn't it a was cargo. It was much train. larger than a U-Haul truck. 
Uh, it's about the same. It was about like a 20. But that makes sense though. Like you're moving across country. Like you, like you have so much stuff. You would, you're what was like a three or what four would be the difference of moving across two country living rooms? moving to, to Orange County. Stuff is stuff, right? We had a lot cool. of stuff and I got rid of a lot of stuff. That's what I'm saying. We had to get rid of a lot because we couldn't yeah. fit it. We literally, but you could make trips. Yeah. With U-Hauls, you can go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, we're digressing make a trip. We, were yeah, like, we really are. Done. We're really taking this trip. I, I forgot we were on a podcast. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> We're just having, we're just we're like, we're just talking, everyone's like, where's this going? <laughs> we don't know where this is going. Well, now that we've either lost all of you or rounding you all back up, we're going to, we're going to kind of, we're going to circle the wagons, as they say, bring this yeah. back, focus this back, get right back on track. Circle the and in all of that, we have some really exciting news that we want to share with you. I'm going to say it's exciting for Shara. It's yeah. sad for us. I'm going to use, I'm going to use that kind of language and maybe even a little sad for Shara. I'm going to just put that on her, but, (laughs) but also so many exciting things. So what we thought we would do on this episode is we really just want to hear, you know, what we talk about here in the honest pod is the honest places of our journey, where God's taking us, what God's doing in our life. And sometimes those are happening for us here on the podcast in real time. Those journey mm-hmm. things, those honest things are happening in real time. And since Shara has been, gosh, we've been doing this podcast for like two years. Almost two which years. Which is crazy. Wild. Yeah. And, you know, you have been my co-host for two years, which has been mm-hmm. like, it, it's been such a delight. And with that, we know that things are going to, things have to change. Things have to pivot when we're stepping into new things. So Shara, I would love for you just to kind of tell our listeners and share your heart with us about kind of where we find you and a little bit about like where you are on your journey right now currently. Yeah. Well, I'm smack dab in the middle of all of the transition you could possibly think of currently. Mm -hmm. So I'm in transition um, from going here in the next few months from being just, you know, me and Devin to having a little baby with us, which just seems to be now just rushing its way to the finish line. Right. It feels like we had all the time in the world, but I've heard that like where you're like, oh, we got all these months and now it's like, oh my gosh. And in the middle of doing that, because that's a, in like a month and a half, two months now, um, we are also moving out of Orange County um, and we bought a house, which is super awesome, yeah, but also comes with good. a lot of stress. And moving, obviously, like we were talking about. And then, yeah, trans, uh, kind of those are two very big things, the ones that are on like the forefront of my brain that have feel like they're changing everything for me. So right. I'm, I'm definitely in the transition. I know you said it's an exciting time. It is an exciting time. And I can like objectively see that. But right now, it's definitely, if we're going to be honest on the honest pod, it's not the funnest process. Right. And yeah. We're in the middle of just like figuring out life and what is that going to look like with commuting and jobs and just, there's just so much change happening. So that's kind of where you find me to the point where I feel like I need to step away from the podcast Mm -hmm. um, just so that I can, oh, I'm going to (laughs) cry to, hold on, pause. I'm just kidding. (laughs) <laughs> trap horns go um, to focus on this next chapter of life I just don't know what it's going to look like and I have no idea and that in that I think I just need to make a room and not try to force anything because I'm obviously high anxiety high stressor right and we know this on this podcast and, and just so do it all like it's just like yeah. at some point you know it's we are human and we're limited right yeah. and there's nothing wrong with being limited but we are limited and you know i think you know obviously for me you know it took took me a hot minute and that's why we've kind of waited a while to come on here because it's not something that we're just like okay great bye on to the next you know it it should definitely come with I I think this offering has been a really special thing for me and you to do together um it's been one of the things and and genuinely you've helped people. And I know that in this season, you know, when you say transition into, you know, a new house, a new city, um, which is, which means new friendship groups, you know, a new baby and also a new marriage. I mean, yeah, to, to, to name all of that in the matter of one year, um, is, 
is a lot to be holding. And so although, you know, I was and am so sad because to see you go, I also want to release you with knowing like you you are doing what's right. You are doing mm-hmm. what's best for your heart and your family and and here's to say is like, you know, as long as the honest pods around like you know, things might level out and, and you might go heaven. And I really, that's a great offering that I want to step back into. Yeah. And what I love is that we're sisters and that can always happen. Yeah. But I think like what I want to ask you, Shara, is, you know, for people that are listening, what does it look like for you? Because of your, your kind of temperament, you and I have, you know, very different temperaments, but what does it look like for you to let go of something or how, how do you know to let go of something that you actually really love and that brings yeah. a lot of life to you. How do you come to those, you know, decisions and, and what, what was that process? If, if you can think of it, what was that like for you? Yeah. So obviously it's not an easy task. And actually I think this is where surrounding yourself with people is with people who can really speak into your life. And I just read this post the other day about, um, your spouses or your close relationships in your life and the responsi- responsibility they have in guarding their spouse's mental health yeah. or whatever. And I think truthfully for me, I think I've just been really struggling with all the transition and the stress of it all and the stress of having a baby. And I'm, I was trying to carry things, but I wasn't doing it well. And I could feel myself, you know, like all the warning signs we've talked about on this podcast, like the isolating and Mm -hmm. the just going inward with my feelings and all of that kind of stuff. And so it got to the point where it's like, okay, there's some things that are non-negotiables, things that can't change. This transitioning is transition is happening. These are the things that we are moving forward with, but what can I take off that makes me feel like I have a little bit more mental space in my life or a little bit I don't know because it doesn't take up. It's not like a negative thing. The podcast obviously is a place yeah, where we come and we're honest about. To make, I mean, I think people yeah. think, well, you know, when I want to get rid of something that's weighing me down, or it's something that I don't like, or whatever. Yeah. But what do you, you know, for those that are listening, there are. I know there's many of you out there that do a lot of good things. Yeah, there's a lot of things in your life that you do that you love that are good, um, mm-hmm. and yet your body is saying. No, like your spirit is saying, the people in your life are saying, and yet there's this like desire to go, I want to hold on to these good things. And actually, I think this, this thing, this podcast has actually been life-giving for you because you actually kind of can separate from your world and kind of come Mm -hmm. on here and speak. And you know that you're contributing um, to the betterment of people's hearts and souls. And you get, we get comments about you all the time. Um, Some are funny and, and some are deep, you know? And so I think like speaking to, and I know you're kind of in the middle of it and that's why we wanted yeah. to, you know, bring you on, but to speak to those people where it is something good that you yeah. actually have to lay down, like what, you know, yeah, what does that look like? I feel like also narrowing in your focus, like for me, now that I'm thinking about it, I think you can have a, a lot of amazing like things going on in your life, but I'm someone who can, actually can't carry a lot. Like I don't have a large capacity when it comes to that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I, I think one thing that I kept realizing is like, I just want to focus on this right now, which was honestly just the baby, like that mm-hmm. process. Um, what's cool in, with this podcast is because it's almost been two years, you guys have been with me through the entire journey of going from literally single to married, Mm -hmm. to pregnant, to buying a house now, all of the different things. And my life has moved really quick in the last few years. And this was one of the things that I was like, I don't want to rush this process. Like, I don't want to feel like we're running to the finish line of having this baby. Mm -hmm. And, but I feel like I am because I'm not having the time or the mental capacity to sit and really be in the moment with these things because I'm trying to carry too much, which I already struggle with in general. So it isn't about things being negative or positive. It was more like, this is what I want to focus on right now. And I feel like I need to clear, clear some of the things so that I can do that because I feel that I need that for me. If that makes sense. I think what I, I hear you saying, and, and Mario, I wonder if this is something that like you, you relate to because So I am a very big plate person. I can do a lot of things. And it's something that you and I have talked about, Shara, a lot. Like you're just like, I 
I don't know how you function in that. Like I, like yeah. I would be mm-hmm. under my bed, just curled up, like, forget about it. 100%. And, and I love, so what I love that you named is this knowing that I actually, I'm not a big plate person. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of world that would say, everyone, you've got to be able to do it all. You've got to be able to do everything. And if you can't do it all, something's wrong with you. Like, why would you get rid of something good? Why would you get rid of something that you're good at? And, and there's a, there is a sense of, and I don't hear this from you, but there, I think in the past, there's this sense of striving and shame that comes with going, well, actually, that's not how I'm wired. I'm actually yeah. not wired like that. And God wired certain people like that and other people not. And so how can I actually honor the wiring that God has made me to be and stop trying to be something I'm not, you know, like I, I'm, I'm not wired this way. And so it's actually, even though, like you said, it's not putting, it's not a lot of work, the podcast, yeah, but it's Mm -hmm. just one more thing and you're not wired to carry a lot. And when you have to carry a lot, you enjoy none of it. Yeah. And you have a baby that's coming and Mm -hmm. you're like, I want to enjoy this. And I'm curious, Mm -hmm. Mario, for you, as you kind of hear this, because you know, I'm married to you and we, you, you know, I think are maybe a little more similarly wired. Um, in terms of, you know, you can get flooded. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering for you, like, you know, from a man's perspective where I feel like the world is constantly saying to men, like you have, you have to do it all, like succeed, Mm -hmm. achieve, build, grow, carry it all, take care of your family, take care of the business, take care of the, you know, there's all this pressure. How do you, and maybe you don't do it very well, and you can be honest about that, but how do you kind of manage those no's, your best yeses, you know, in relation to, there's a lot of good things that are happening. How do you manage your, your no's? And yeah. when do you know that cut, how do you know that cutoff is coming? Yeah, well, I think I've, I've actually had to, to learn um, the pain of being a yes man. Um, before I could even understand what it meant to like set boundaries and actually say no. Um, for me, it was more of a personal thing. Like it was like, I want to please everybody. And so I'll say yes to anything and everything. And mm. sometimes I can carry a lot. Um, but usually it takes like one small addition, one small thing to kind of, you know, spiral me and it kind of takes me down. So for me, um, for me, it's actually been a lot of the work that I've done around what does it mean to, to have boundaries and, and literally what does boundaries even mean? Because I never knew what that was. And so, mm. you know, even as a as a man, as you stated, um, you know, there are there is a lot of pressure. And I think, to be honest with you, um, when when I lost my job, which I know you've talked about, um, that was the, the biggest fear as a man that I could ever imagine yeah. was losing my job. So when that when that happened and, you know, kind of went through some, some tough times, but, you know, at the end of it, I was like, whoa, like it wasn't as bad as I thought, because obviously like God was providing, but like, even just for me personally, I had to do a lot of reading. I did a lot of work during that time. That was just like, so necessary. Yeah. Internal work to, to understand, um, like who I was and that my worth was not based on all the things that I have to do or that I have to provide. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, obviously there's necessities that I need to provide for my family and all stuff, but there was a real sense of like, like relief that I, I don't have to hold everything. And then I was able to then go, what are the things, like you said, what am I going to say the, my best yes to? Because I'm very, um, I'm very particular and I like, I'm really detailed. And so I like to do things, you know, sometimes a little mm-hmm. too perfect. Um, we call him so, Mario Angelo. Yeah. So it was a little <laughs> bit of a, a joke, but seriously. So when I was like, Hey, I can, when I can, if I can say yes to the best things and, you know, set the time aside and actually focus on that, then I'm proud of what I'm I'm doing. But once I started getting mm. the thing where I'm like, I'm doing a whole lot of stuff and it's mediocre at best. And I don't feel like valued even in that. So I'm like, what's, what's better to do mm. all those things and try to please everybody and do it at a, at a level that you're not happy with, or say yes to the best things and the things that you're confident in and the things that I, you know, want to commit to and do it really well. And so for me, it was like, okay, so what are those things, Yeah, you know, in my life, whether it's work, being the husband, being a dad, um, there's a lot. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, it's so good. And I, I think, you know, here's the deal, big plate, small plate kind of people, it doesn't really matter at some point 
you're at capacity. Mm-hmm. And if you're at capacity, then you're not actually enjoying who God made you to be. You're not enjoying mm-hmm. what you're putting your hands to. And I think yeah. what I want to honor, you know, in Shara, in, you know, in you stepping down, you know, that, that no for you, I can't do this anymore. That came with that, that comes with the heartache, you know, like we, yeah. we saw you, you cry. I cried. I mean, off this call, you know, DJ Ali Mills is like, okay, what are we doing with the podcast? And I start crying and I'm like, mm. I'm just not ready to, I'm going to start right now, but I, I'm mm. not ready to, to deal with that yet. I'm not ready mm. to engage that yet. Cause I actually, mm. I, at that time I was like, I, I just don't know. I need to grieve what this means. And yet there was a knowing in my spirit, this is the right thing for my sister right now. Because I know you and I also know there's really good things happening and they're really scary too. And so to be able to hold that and honor that, I think, you know, we all can learn from this. And for all of us sitting and listening to this, there are things in your life, unless you have done a lot of spiritual formation, there are things in your life that you probably are saying yes to that you should be saying no to. Mm-hmm. And they come from a place of expectation, whether that expectation is on yourself or expectation from other people. And it comes from a wound. It mm-hmm. comes from a place that is not fully healed where you are going, gosh, if I could just do this, then I will have value. You know, mm-hmm. I will have, I, I will be seen as worthy. Mm-hmm. And I think God in his sovereignty um, knows our capacity. And it's like this this nudge in our spirit where all of a sudden where you might have had bandwidth, when God is like, it's done, all of a sudden it's it's like, it's done. I can't, I don't, it's not even that I don't want to do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Like Mm -hmm. I'm at the end and you start to justify it, right? Like this isn't even that big of a deal. I'm not even doing that, whatever. But it's like God's favor is off of it. Yeah. And he's like, nope, I don't want you doing this anymore. And and this could be for all kinds of things, but I don't want you doing this anymore because I know what you're about to step into, or I know mm-hmm. what's happening inside your own internal world. And he's a father first, always yeah. father mm-hmm. first. And so, yeah, I think like with, with what we're kind of saying here, Shara, and, you know, the season that you're stepping into, and, you know, obviously there's people out there, I guess I just... I want you to normalize for the people that it's, it's okay to yeah. not, and to have no shame around a no. Yeah. You know, even yeah. if it's sad, right? Yeah. And I feel like it's interesting because I think when we talk about capacities, I feel like capacity capacities can shift based off seasons. Yep. Because if you actually look at it, what I'm going into, it feels like I'm going to have a lot more time. Like I'm going to a place where I don't really know anybody. Yes, I'm going to have a baby, but I'm going to be at home a lot. Like I'm not near my job anymore. It feels like there's going to be a lot of time. But to me, I can feel my capacity or kind of like just my focus, I guess I almost want to say, just getting a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that that can there's also grieving in that, you know what I mean? Because if we're being honest, there's so much excitement around having a baby and it's something that I've wanted my entire life, but we're stepping into a whole new season of life. We're saying goodbye to this young twenties living her life at like whatever I wanted to do. If I wanted to move nine times in a year, absolutely. (laughs) I'll go and do that. Um, like living for me. And now we're switching into a whole new like chapter of life. And there's like, a grieving of that past life, but also an excitement for the new life and letting there be space for new things to come in, whatever that may be. Um, And I don't feel like my capacity will stay small forever. You know what I mean? Or my focus will stay small. It might, but I have a feeling at some point, once I get the hang of being a mom, things will open up a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But I feel like, you know, just in the seasons that we're in, like anyone listening just because you may feel like you have a small capacity now and you need to be saying no mm. to even things that you want to do or things that are good for you, it doesn't mean it's a no forever. It just means right now what you need is to say no. And then maybe later you will be able to have come at this yes with a whole new perspective. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And I mean, what you're defining is really well, what, well, one, what is God prompting within me and what's kind? what is kindness yeah. towards myself right now? And, 
you know, I really say that there are seasons where I do a lot and God's favor is on that. It's like he just, he expands my time. And lately, the past couple of months, I feel like I don't have very much mental bandwidth. And that's because he's really allowing there to be some refining and some healing deeper. And he has taken a lot of things off my plate um, for that very reason. And it sounds yeah. like that's the same, the same thing of what you're doing. And I hope, I hope for those of you that are listening that here, here's what I want you to hear. And what I want us to walk away from is that I love what Shara said, that saying no, pulling back, um, and, and listening to the promptings of the Holy Spirit is honoring your body and it is honoring your time and it's honoring the Lord. And just because you have time, physical time, if God's prompting something, he also knows what you're about to step into more than you do. Yeah. And so to honor that prompting is to really be in tune and intimacy with your heavenly father and also know that he's a father first, he's protecting you. And so we have to listen to that. I think on the flip side of that, when you're the recipient of someone who's had to pull away. You're the recipient of someone who's like, I can no longer do this ministry with you, or I can no longer work with you, or I can no longer, you know, whatever it is. And it's, it's not, you know, a fight. It's just this, we have to go our separate ways in this particular area. I think I want to encourage you to not personalize it. To not say like, you know, there's something wrong with me or, or allow where you are hurt and grieving to move into a space of anger. Like, mm -hmm. well, I can't believe, you know, I can't believe Shara, you're leaving us. I can't believe, you know, why would you do this? You know, don't you care about this podcast? Don't you care about me? Don't you care? Instead, what that really is saying is I'm actually sad. Yeah. So I'm not actually angry at you. I was never angry at you, but I you know, I'm not angry at you. I actually need to allow myself to feel the loss yeah, and allow myself to go, okay, what does that mean for me? And what's that bringing up in me? And can I grieve that things are going to look different? And mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that they're bad, but they're going to look different. Yeah. And that requires a grieving on the recipients and too. Yeah. And I think, I think some, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I think anytime that there, especially when it comes to anything you do within relationship is change and um, transition is going to ignite wounds. It's just, you can't avoid it on either side. You know what I mean? Where it feels like something that could be so not personal feels so personal because something about change along the way mm -hmm. has struck up an insecurity or a fear or whatever it is. So kind of acknowledging that I know I've had to do that a lot in my life, mm -hmm. but that that change and transition will always do that, but mm -hmm. it's more about what we do with those feelings. Right. And whenever there's a wound, what does it need? It needs care. Yeah. So, you know, it's not, you know, to reject it. It's to step into it and go, okay, Lord, I'm, you know, I'm sad. I'm sad. Char's leaving. I'm sad. I'm sad. The podcast is going to look different. I'm sad about that and give myself the space to be able to grieve it. And I think, also to be able to know like, look, you have an, a, you have a, for those that are the recipients of someone needing to go a different path, you have the ability within you, if you allow yourself to grieve in a healthy way, you have the ability within you to allow them to leave well and to allow them to leave with, with um, a blessing and grace and an acknowledgement that says, hey, I know this is hard for you and I know you're sad and I'm sad too. And yet I want you to know that I bless it. And mm -hmm. what I wanted to do is just here at the end, I wanted to just have, you know, DJ Ali Mills and, and Mario and myself, like, I just think we want to just um, appreciate you here publicly and just honor what you've brought to this podcast personally no, and I'm gonna cry. that's okay you can cry you don't have to talk so you could just cry okay. and we'll mute you <laughs> perfect please do. but I, I here's the thing we're not afraid of tears here but what I want to show as an example is that you can grieve and still bless someone set like bless their decision and and it does something healing in you too. Like there's something that to be able to send you off with a blessing allows this thing that we created to stay sacred. 
Like it doesn't move into, well, that was weird. That's a gaping hole. It, it allows there to be, I don't want to say closure, but there's, there, it allows it to stay what it was meant to be. And that's sacred. Yeah. And that, that, that season was good. And it will mm. always be good. Mm-hmm. Like there's nothing that is tainted in that by you leaving. And and I think when we can name that and acknowledge that and bless that, it it allows it to stay what it was intended. And so I just wanted to offer, you know, I'm going to have DJ Ali Mills come off of mute and and Mario and Mario. I would love if you would go first and sure. just um and then and then you can go, Allison, and then I'll go. And then um, I have a little something, a little stuff about the podcast for you guys at the end, because we're still going to be here. We're not going anywhere. Um, but I want to tell you a little bit about what that's going to look like. Um, and and so, Mario, I would love for you just to share and and just bless uh, Shara. Yeah, I think uh, I'm going to start really quickly because I, I had a thought. Um, but I just think a statement of the the health of the health of a relationship um, or a company or a brand. Cause I know we have a lot of people that listen that, that run companies. I think the health of your relationship with your brand, your company really is telling when you, when you see how you respond to someone leaving. Mm. And I say that because if you're creating a culture that is or relationship that is, is healthy and there's, you know, it's not, it's not a personal thing. It's not a personal attack when they leave. But I think that when you see somebody leave, when somebody leaves a company, when they leave even a ministry or you know even a relationship, like if you move, the health of that relationship is really shown through how you respond mm-hmm. and how this person is able to leave. Are they leaving? Even well? if they Are leave they... bad, right? That's, well, like yeah, even so... if they leave negative, even if they're upset, I love that. That what what does it look like for how we respond and how yeah. we honor the work that they did do? Exactly. So I just, I just think that's, that's important. So take it, you know, it's a way to take a temperature of, of how you are in relationships and running companies and whatever. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, <laughs> moving on to blessing Shara, man, I got, I got emotional. I was like, shoot, I'm going to, I don't know if I can make it through this. Um, but I, th- I think what I am going to speak to is more along the lines of seeing you Shara as uh, <laughs> my oldest daughter because you've lived with us for so long in certain really important times of your life. And I've seen you grow so much. And so for me, um, this is like a a time to kind of see you fly and see you leave Mm. and, you know, really cleave to, um, to Devin. And, you know, that's on a personal note, but I think, cause I mean, the podcast, yes, I was involved a little bit and, and helped out, but I just think like, uh, brother to sister, like, I'm just like, so proud of, of who you're becoming and where you're going, mm-hmm. um, in this world and, and in this life and this next stage, I think it's important that you mentioned like, man, I'm, I'm leaving my twenties, which was like this whole, like kind of figuring things out, but now you're moving into your thirties and a family and marriage mm-hmm. and a new home and it's going to be difficult. And so I want to encourage you that man, the experiences that you had, um, you know, in your twenties and even with us living with us, not living with us, the podcast, um, just remember that there are people who are, are for you. Mm. And for me, um, kind of seeing you as, as a a daughter, let's say, um, it's just, it's just been beautiful. And so to see you leave the podcast was very, very sad. And I was like, Oh no, like (laughs) it's, it's not, it's not the honest pod without Shara. And so I just think like, you're just such a, a beautiful human being and you're so funny. You just bring so much laughter and joy to our family, to my kids, to Carrie. Mm. Um, and I just think like that, you know, may not be seen as like a gift, but it really is a gift. And I mm-hmm. think that it's going to be really missed on the Honest Pod. Um, and it's going to be missed even, you know, with, with us, even though, you know, we've been away for a while now. But I just, I love you and I'm so proud of, um, who you're becoming and you've just grown tremendously and done the work and, mm-hmm. you know, still have a lot to figure out and just know that I am so here for you as mm-hmm. this kind of, I would say in air quotes, father figure, you know, like, yeah. I just feel like I, I, I've had that role for a long time. Um, and so I just want to say, um, yeah, man, just, I, I hope you enjoy the, the next mm-hmm. stage because it's going to be fun. It's going to be challenging. 
um, but you are definitely going to be missed and mm-hmm. I just love you and I'm so proud love of you, you. Mm-hmm. and um, yeah rock yeah. on well said rock well on <laughs> <laughs> the rock on so good DJ Allie Mills hi hi everybody um well I am also going to try to not be emotional but um no promises I feel like I was thinking about um you know just kind of like what you brought to the podcast and what your voice represented for people and I just felt like the first thing I thought of was like just so thankful for you and thank you you for your commitment to showing up so honestly on this podcast almost honest podcast um because I feel like and this is something that I appreciate so much about even our friendship is like you really do ask the best questions Mm. and it's because you are such a good listener and you just genuinely care about people and like all people and you want to hear what has life been like on this planet for you? Mm -hmm. And how can I sit with you in those hard moments? And so I just think in the questions that you ask and in the honesty, like and vulnerability and sharing parts of your own story on here, I think that representation and that vulnerability has, I know, at least for me, has allowed me to even be honest with myself about a lot of things that Mm -hmm. I maybe would struggle to be honest about and even to feel confident and safe in opening up and being vulnerable with you, like within our friendship and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's really important for you to know how big, how big of an impact Mm -hmm. your, honesty has made on everybody's lives I mean I guess I could only speak for myself but I've heard stories from Carrie's DMs so um (laughs) we know there's we know there's also other people out there but yeah your honesty is really it's it's freed me to be so much more honest and to um just really be able to sit better with my other friends and co-workers and Mm. siblings And that's just such a gift that I feel like you have blessed me with. And I'm just really grateful for you and, um, and grateful for everything that you've done and all the ways that you've showed up on this podcast. I feel like it's amazing. And I hope that your capacity allows you to have some kind of platform again soon, because I just think you, you ask the best questions and you have the best things to say and, I love listening to you and being in conversation with you. So, and I think the world needs you and your voice. Mm. Powerful. So good. And agreed. Um, I think, you know, I love what Allison said was like, I do, I do hope that there is time when your capacity does open up again, because I, I, gosh, it's just well said that the world needs you in it. Like it, it needs you. It needs the things that you have to say. And one of the things, you know, when I found out that you weren't going to do the podcast anymore, you know, it's so funny because jobs are replaceable, but people really aren't replaceable. And so I'm like, I was telling Mario and, and, and Allison, like, well, there's not another Shara on the planet. So, you know, is the honest pod, the honest pod without Shara, you know? And, and what, what was beautiful about that is that I don't, I didn't feel like God was asking me to replace you. And that actually gave me peace because that's an impossible task. I have such synergy with you as soon. I mean, let's be honest, really, truly on the honest pod. We do almost zero planning for this. <laughs> there is You're not, not a lying. lot. It's not a lot of planning. But because we know each other so well, and I mean, months can go by and we won't talk. I mean, we talk all the time because of the honest pod, but beyond that, but we, some of the most formative years of my life as a mom, 
and the most formative years of your life of becoming a woman, we did together. Like we did in that Willis house together. And it was brutal for both of us. We were just, we just did not know what we were doing in life, period. Poor Mario, poor kids. Poor Mario, dude. <laughs> it was crazy. But we had each other and we navigated really big life things together. So coming on here and not really practicing or going, you know, it's like, you know, five minutes before this, what we're going to talk about. I know that I won't be able to do that with anybody else because I don't think that there's anyone on this planet mm -hmm. outside of my husband that actually knows me the way that you do. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't think there's one person on this planet. So <laughs> in that, um, there is a deep loss in what that what that will mean for me because of the impact that you've ha that you have on me and um so i want you to know though in that um that i that i bless you to 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 doing what you need to do to to experiencing this little guy and his mm -hmm. fullness to being the mom that I think you were absolutely created to be uh, with, with just like without a doubt, how you are going to bring such delight into that home because I've seen you bring it into mine. Mm -hmm. I've seen you bring it into this podcast. And I think what I love the most about you, Shara, is that you normalize curiosity, that mm -hmm. you don't make curiosity a bad thing. You, you make it something that's just normal. And people feel normal when they're with you. Like a sense of like, I'm not, I'm not broken. I am seen. I, I'm, there's something that in all of my craziness and all of how crazy I am. And I, I say this on behalf of me too, that when people are in your presence, they feel just not so broken. And they just feel like they're normal. And mm. that, that's a gift. Yeah, That's a mm. gift to be able to take any story that comes your way and make them feel like they aren't too broken. And I think mm. you've really done that on this podcast. In fact, I know you have because people have written yeah. about it. Where people have a hard time, you know, people either love me or hate me, but there's a sense of... Um, you know, I'm, I'm very much a teacher. I'm very much a, like, this is how things are. And, and this is, this is how the brain operates. And I'm very, I'm very much a teacher. Um, in the beauty of our relationship here on the podcast, I taught, but you got to be the voice for everyone that was mm -hmm. like, well, what if it's hard? Or I don't understand that. Or what does that look like? And that, that helped people normalize their humanity in a way that I couldn't do. And, and so I just want you to know that that cannot be replaced. It just cannot be replaced um, because you are absolutely irreplaceable. Yeah. In my life on this podcast, you are irreplaceable. And so mm. it has been a great honor to do this work with you. And yeah. I have loved all the things that we've gotten to do together over the many years. Um, mm. But this has probably been my favorite. Yeah. Um, it's just been such a sweet, sweet space for, for us. It, and I, I made Allison pull the numbers the other day. Cause I was like, are we just going to end this podcast? Because I don't know, does anybody even listen to this? You know, and I have never <laughs> looked at the numbers because I, I didn't do this for that. I did this because it was something that I just really wanted to do with you. Mm -hmm. And I thought we had we have all these great conversations at coffee and on my bed and, you know, everywhere. Mm -hmm. Why not? let people enter into this conversation, which is what I felt like we stayed true to. And yeah. um, when she pulled the numbers, I was like, she's like, Hey, there's a lot of people listening to this. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and so I, it was beautiful to see that um, people got what they got, what I, that what we wanted them to get. Mm. And that was to have a space where they could be honest and, mm. and you you've created that space. And so we just want to bless you with that and, and um, yeah, let you yeah. know that you're, you're I just, I feel like it feels only right that I take a minute because as like, I'm, you guys are all talking, which everything you said, 
let's see if I can get through this without like losing my voice from crying. Hold on. That was a good Zen. Yes. Yeah. There we did. go. Thank you. Um, just kind of looking back on the two years that we've done this and everything you guys said is so sweet, but truly like what a journey this has been for the four of us. Mm-hmm. Cause even Mario, I know you pop in and out, but it started with the four of us one day popping out like 10 episodes and like, like eight hours and just like handling business. But like the relationship this has created for all of us and the memories and like, for me, selfishly, this is the place where even though there are, I don't even know how many listeners, but being, feeling safe to be honest about things that I thought I would never be honest about in any sort of public platform happened mm-hmm. here. And even the growth of where this was or where I was emotionally two years ago to where we are now, it's Wild. just, yeah, it's just crazy. Like, how much life changes and like everyone here, but especially it's been this room, the four of us, mm-hmm. you know, being honest on this podcast. And a lot of people decided to join the journey, which has been really cool being on tour and meeting some people. And obviously because I don't have social media, I don't get to see any sort of response to this ever, but I've been able to have really cool conversations with a lot of people around some of the topics that we've discussed or whatever and it's just I don't know it's been such an amazing place for even me to be honest Mm -hmm. and you guys to be the recipients of my honesty Mm -hmm. and so I'm so thankful for that and for having the chance to do this Mm -hmm. with all of you yeah well we are better because of it so Mm -hmm. I here's here's the great spot is this room always has space for you yeah. And there, you know, on our little Zencaster little thing here, you, there is always a square for you um, <laughs> in here and always. And so, you know, for you to go, hey, I need to kind of process something or I want to get on and share something. We would always love to have you come on and share your perspective. It's always welcomed here. And I know the listeners, you know, the 11 of them that listen to this are our, our mighty 11 will will love to, to hear from you. Um, throughout your journey of motherhood and new space and all of that. So whenever you feel like you're ready to pop on, we would love to have you. Um, and I know they would too. And and I'll keep you guys letting you know, Shara's just had her baby and, you know, I'll let you guys know what's going on. But here's something I would love from you guys is that if there is something that you feel like, gosh, Shara has really impacted me and and I want her to know that. We would love for you to just write at hello at thehonestpodcast.com. You can go to hello at thehonestpodcast.com and just write something. Um, I just think we need to be a society more that honors people um, for the good. We're in a world of social media where you say something and man, they're quick to bash, (laughs) but not so quick to honor. And so if you want to share something of how Shara has impacted you, I know that would bless her um, and it would send her off knowing that she's leaving in this space well, although I think that she does feel that. Um, but we would we would love to hear that from you. And that just kind of brings up the, the question, okay, so what's happening with The Honest Podcast? Um, the Honest Podcast is not going anywhere. The Honest Pod is here, um, here at least, at least for another installment, because again, we don't know seasons. <laughs> no seasons. Um, but we have actually quite a few interviews that we've already done. Um, we are going to be talking, we're going to be doing a relationship dive just around marriage relationships, friendship relationships. Um, Mario's actually going to come on and be hosting with me for a little bit. And we have some other people that I'm going to be pulling on um, to co-host with me for a little bit. And we'll be doing some more interviews. So I just wanted you to know that we are going to keep a space of honesty. We are going to keep going because I believe this world needs a space to hear what it means to process what we're going through in life, in faith, within ourselves, with others, in an honest space through the grid of God's word. And so that's what we're going to continue doing. And um, I'm going to try to stay as funny as I can. Shara is taking a lot of the funny with her, um, but I will try to stay as funny as I can. I'm going to be honest, that's pretty much the only part that we really work on is that we're like, <laughs> what are we going to talk about? That's funny. What yeah. What's, <laughs> What's funny? What's going on in your life? Um, so we are going to try to continue doing that, but we're looking forward. We, I prayed about this. Um, my team, DJ Ali Mills, Mario, myself, I think we have Shara's, even Shara's blessing of saying, keep going, um, mm-hmm. is, 
is that we we really believe that this offering is still a good offering for you and want to see this this platform grow so that more people can can just show up in a space that feels honest and talk about real things and struggle mm-hmm. with real stuff um, and love a real God. So we just wanted to take this time to let you know where the Honest Pod is going. Again, if you want to get in contact with Shara and share something from your heart, you can go to hello at thehonestpodcast.com. We have some episodes coming up for you. So stay tuned for that. We're really excited about the season that we have mapped out for you. And we're excited to see what God will do. Shara, any last words you want to say? I love you guys. I'm now going from co-host to listener. Yeah. So I'm in the trenches with all of you guys. Do Dare we say the mighty 12? For sure. I get to listen to the hot mess on the outside now. Right. Be part of it. For I'm sure excited. we lost a listener right around that moving portion. Oh. We're probably still at the mighty 11. So you joining us just made us 11 again. So we're yeah. good. All right, friends. Hey, remember to create the spaces that are honest in your life and with God. And always remember that when it is time to say no, that God is opening up you to your best yeses. So honor those and honor your body so that God can begin to move in the deeper places of your life. Shara, we love you. Take love care. You. Love you, Shara. We are so thankful for the talented Tanya Godsey offering her amazing music with us. You can find Tanya on Spotify and other streaming platforms. And hey, we would love to answer any questions you may have for us right here on the show. So you can send us those questions to hello at thehonestpodcast.com. And as always, thank you for letting us share about the not so easy stories that make us and entering into the honesty and courage it takes to love who you were created to be. So until the next time, friends, may God's love and kindness be an offering to your heart, both now and always. <laughs>